Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. It's the best time. Always gonna be the best. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. It's Pat and JT on Twitter, Instagram, and also on Facebook. You can uh, DM us anywhere. You can also email us, hey, H-E-Y, at patandjt.com. Still sounds weird. I don't know. I'm just, maybe not. Maybe, maybe they dropped last night. It sounded a little deeper voice than normal. <laughs> we can just roll with it. This is, this is typical. <laughs> we'll just call this episode, You're Welcome, Ladies. <laughs> Still, at least no one can see. You don't look like you sound, thankfully. <laughs> I don't know what that I don't know if that's like what that means exactly, but that's a good thing. Whatever, it's okay. Okay, it's okay. No, it's just, anyway. <laughs> uh, and Centra says thank you, Centra's Federal Credit Union. <laughs> They're there for you if you're thinking about uh, buying a new home. It could be the right time. You never know. I know that a lot of people are kind of nervous right now because they're looking at interest rates, but they've got a lot of experience behind those brick and mortar walls right here in Omaha and, and in the community, and and they also live here, so. They know what's going down as opposed to you dialing a 1-800 number somewhere. And, and hopefully it's somebody that knows where Omaha is. Um, they can help you kind of guide you on that journey because things are a little different than they were the last few years. Uh, equal housing lender, federally insured and CUA. All that information. Term- oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say terms and conditions apply. New deep voice <laughs> Pat interrupts people. He doesn't mess around. Uh, CentrusFCU.org or 402-337-1000. Hit him up. It's like this is the... This is the the I guess the audio version of the great IG filter. Yeah, basically, your, yeah. This you, is yeah. You've got your I slapped your a voice filter. filter on. You know, it actually could be something that maybe I'm more injured from something that happened last night than I thought. Maybe it actually affected my voice as well. Crazy. Um, so crazy. Go ahead. I have to I have to tune in my ears so I can hear you lower. <laughs> Am I like a dog? Like yeah. <laughs> only certain people can hear. Or I'm only I'm like a dog whistle. You're like really really low instead of really really high, and I'm like. Okay. Awesome. What happened? Well, okay. So uh, we're constantly in the, in the, like, until Beth finds like the exact right chair situation for our house, we have a little lounge area, constantly looking and she's constantly swiping. So found something yesterday that she loves and we went and got two chairs uh, yesterday after work, jammed them into her Jeep and brought them home. Got all the way done, got everything unpacked, unboxed, whatever, brought them up the, inside the house. And I'm leaning over, like it has a cushion kind of, it's like a, I don't know what you call it, a, a barrel kind of looking chair mm-hmm. or whatever. And the back has a, a loose pillow. Mm-hmm. And I was leaning over the back of the chair and I, I didn't realize that she was lifting the cushion up and like the corner of the cushion caught me in the eye. And like instantly, you know, when you get your eye poked or scratched, whatever, instantly hurts. And she looked at me like I was the biggest pansy. She goes, it's a freaking pillow. And I'm like, now, because I was going, ah, ah, she goes, oh my God, it's a pillow. She didn't realize that. The, I don't know if it was a zipper that got me something, but I don't know if you can see it. My eye, it's like blood um, spot. It is a little poofy. Well, and like, it's like blood. Ew, see I, the white? I guess it's kind of, if you look to the, look to, look at your nose. There you go. Now you can see it. Look, yeah, yeah it's a little, yeah. a little gross. Yeah, it's a little gross. <laughs> it's a little gross. You need and, a patch. And I showed her, and I showed her last night. She's like, yeah. 
she will be fine. I'm like, I, I'm, no, I'll be fine. And the first thing she asked if my eye fell out on Q Street today on the way to work, and it was close. Right. The only thing I yeah. kept it in was my patch. I, I will say, I remember once, uh, whatever, I, was, I don't know how old I was, but we were doing some work out in the yard, and I looked up, I, we were working on one of the trees, and um, I got a piece of bark in my eye, ah. just a small, small, small piece, and it scratched my eye right down the middle. It's almost like the smaller and, is um, worse, is worse on it because it... Because I couldn't get it out of my eye. Yeah. Um, and then I went in, I had to go into the doctor, and then they put stuff on your eye, so then it, it glows, so you can see where the scratches were. And they took a picture of it, and it was like, wow. Yeah, it was like scratching glass. Yeah. <laughs> now, well, granted, your eye, well, at least in that case, for me at that time, it, it, it reminded me like when you get a, like if you bite your lip or something like that, they heal so fast. Yeah. Um, typically, your your eye does, and your inside of your mouth, and and things like that, but still, it it's also very painful. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, and it was, <laughs> and it, and it's just rubbing it, just itchy uh. and just irritated. But I, I had a friend of mine that not the same thing with a pillow, but got poked with something, and his like half of his eye filled up with like blood, the white part of it. It looks so creepy. Like a lizard. Yeah, he looked like a <laughs> lizard person. It looks so creepy. <laughs> like I couldn't even look. Like Dan, I can't even look at you, dude. I like wear yeah. sunglasses or let's talk on the phone. It was Have so you ever seen? Well, you've seen the pictures of people get their eyeball tattooed. Yeah, I don't even understand why you would ever think. Don't, that. I, I don't know how you find somebody who does that for you. Like, like who's the person that says, "Yeah, I'll offer that service." <laughs> yeah, I don't do your eyeball. And, and and I don't like having um like doctors touch my eyeball, let alone somebody who's a tattoo artist. No offense to tattoo artists, but you're not a doctor. And then you're digging around in there with a, the needle to get the needle thingies. It's uh with ink. With ink. Yeah. On top of it. No, yeah. Craziness. Here, I got I've got something for you you'll kind of get a kick out of, which I thought was hilarious. This is um a friend of mine got this text <laughs> from her husband. Okay. Okay. And it was one of those it reminded okay, first off it reminded me of you too because it was, hey, babe, hey, babe, back and forth. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know how you are. I've yeah. heard you. That's exactly how these two are. And so, and, and I can't, said, I I can't call her something. Beth. I've called her Beth maybe eight times, and one of those was one in our vows. I can't call her <laughs> Beth. It's weird. It's awkward to me. Well, he wrote that, and then he said, hey, just realize something. She says, she says what is it, hun? And, and writes back, uh, I just realized you've always been by my side during the hard times. I lost my job. You were there. When I got really sick, you were there. When my mother passed away last year, you were there for me. And when the house, we had the the burglary, you were there for that. And then the business failed. You were right by my side, helping me move forward. She says, yes, I'll always be there for you. He said, no, I think you're bad luck. <laughs> I had a feeling where that was going. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That was so ironic. I just grabbed it yesterday. I'm like, that is funny no i think i think you're bad luck i think you're always there yeah you're always there for all the the bad things you're just always right there <laughs> that's funny oh that is um, funny you know what else something weird okay you know synchronicities weird we were talking about of all things i gotta be careful what you put out in the universe man we were talking mm -hmm. about stupid tori spelling and so next thing you know tori spelling's all up in my world she's she's showing up on my algorithm she's showing up on TV, Google her one time, right? And I mentioned like well, just what we mentioned her on two shows, and then boom, yep. there she is everywhere. So I got to start throwing million dollar, million dollars, million dollars. Start talking about million dollars. <laughs> that never for some reason that doesn't work that same I way. I know, but I happen to this. This will bring back some memories because these are right in your wheelhouse too. 
a couple of Lifetime movies because I just had TV on, wasn't really paying attention to it. And one was a movie (laughs) that starred, it was Tori Spelling and Kelly Martin. Oh, wow. And Kelly Martin was the bad, the bad person who ended up being the, the villain, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, that's a stretch. For Kelly Martin to be the villain, right? Yeah. But it was a Tori Spelling typecast as a, I don't know, a narcissistic bee um, in high school. It was, it was in the 90s. So it was really playing off of her 90210 stuff. And then the other movie that came on right after, another un, unbelievable villain, if you will, was one with Fred Savage and Candace Cameron. And Fred Savage was the villain. That was a stretch. Yeah, that is a stretch. Hard to believe that Fred, Fred Savage being a... I'm all about uh, character right? actors or non-character actors being a bad guy, like a comedian being a bad guy, but Fred Savage is, would be hard to believe. Fred Savage brought harm to Candace Cameron. And can I say that? But but like uh, other characters that we really love, we've talked about this before too. You've got the Robin Williams of the world, et cetera, and then they make him a bad guy, and they're really a scary bad guy. Fred Savage was really a scary bad guy. And this was in the 90s also. So he was teenager. Huh. Yeah, he played a teenager. He was probably in his 20s, but he always looked like he was 12. Um, but yeah, he was a high school kid, and, and he was the bad guy, and he brought harm to Candace Cameron. Oh, Ooh. you don't want to do that. I'm just telling you. But yeah, I'm like, what am I, what what hole have I fallen into? It was like... <laughs> I got, I have a funny Kelly Martin story, ironically. So mm-hmm. she was on a great a show, Life Goes On, in, was it in the late 80s, early 90s, whatever. It was she a, was awesome show. Your crush, though, too. She was, and that's she was a she was my crush. I might have told this story on the air before, but like I on when life goes on was happening, um, a buddy of mine and I had a crush on her. So we thought our little budding little stalker antlers were starting to poke through our skull. So we're like, hey, how can we get in touch with her? How can we talk to her? So we found out um, the production company or whatever it was for Life Goes On. We called the office. We asked to be trained, and they, I can't believe they did this asked to be transferred to first of all found out what the process was like it was a the director no you don't want the director you want the showrunner so you got to be transferred to the set and then be transferred to the soundstage office whatever we found out that process and they transferred us all the way to this receptionist outside of her dressing room and they would have put her on the phone if she had been there and there and so it was craziness i couldn't believe it that we got all i just say though that was before caller id um I do believe, and probably also, um, yeah, yeah, because because, and, and that's almost like what headhunters do, you know, like job headhunters trying to get to certain people mm-hmm. in certain positions to offer them a job because they'd want to speak to them directly because email wasn't really a thing <laughs> at that time. <laughs> yeah, like at all. So you, the only way you could reach somebody was by calling them or writing them a letter, and so. I can kind of see because what choice did they have? You know, what, what could they have asked you? Isn't that crazy when you think about it? I mean, I was clearly a kid like on the phone. What gatekeeper? Well, they probably had kids working on the other end, interns and. Probably. I I, I would love to hear a recording of that conversation because I'm sure I sounded nervous, prepubescent. (laughs) And I can't, I'm just like, oh God, Kelly Martin. And it got worse and worse the closer you got to her. Yeah. I would. I learned that from my dad though, because my dad is a very like if he want like wants something, he finds ways to get it. Like whether it's something autographed or I walked home. I came home one day and it was before like a few weeks before or maybe oh actually it was a few weeks after. My mom and dad took me to my first concert ever. Kenny Rogers, Lee Greenwood, and uh, someone I can't remember who opened. Barbara Mandrell, maybe. No, it wasn't Barbara Mandrell. I wanted her okay. to be there because they that was during uh, their 
uh, Islands Islands in the Stream. That was Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, right? Dolly Parton. Okay, so I was yeah. thinking Dolly would show up, but she didn't. I walked into my grandma's house after school, and my dad's in there on the phone with Lee Green. Oh, uh, T. Graham Brown was who opened. Was on the phone with uh, Lee Greenwood's management, like his office in Nashville, and T. Graham Brown was there in the office for whatever reason. And I remember either talking to Lee Greenwood or talking to. T. Graham Brown. I don't remember my dad, but then eventually I got to autograph some, a whole bunch of autograph stuff right. sent to me. So like I learned it's in my DNA to stalk people. My mom. See, you go back to that. This is probably in the eighties, right? Uh, I would have been. Yeah. Like, right? like 88, 87. That, okay. so there were a couple of bands. Do you, did you ever hear of it's a country band? Um, more of a swing band called asleep at the wheel. Um, huge in the eighties and nineties. Um, if you ever get a chance, they're super good. They're out of Texas, Texas swing kind of band. But anyway, they were, they were huge. Had a huge fun. My mother called the office and the lead singer answered the phone. And I mean, she got to be friends with him. You know? And so she would call. Shoot your shot, Judy. Shoot your shot. <laughs> I remember, I remember she's like, Well, I was just talking to Ray from Asleep at the Wheel. I'm like, oh my God. How do you how did you do that? How did you I, right? I mean she just called. Just, just picked up the phone and called. I mean, what's the worst you know? what's the worst thing's gonna happen? That you're gonna be told no, they're not gonna answer. I mean, and you're not face to face, so who cares? Exactly. Respect, Judy. I mean, that's exactly. how that's how we got Malia on as a po- for a podcaster on our network. I just dove into her DMs. Ask. I shot my shot. Just ask. Yeah. There you go. Um, over and couple... over and over and over again until they say yes. Well, that or they yeah. block you or whatever. And now we can. Now you can be blocked. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, I got two other things for you, real quick. Now you probably saw this is kind of late in the late running, but they did find out who the, uh, that MFR in the right yeah. there is not real mm-hmm. lady on the plane. They found her okay, and her name's Tiffany, but they went so far as to, I mean, she's just a chick on the plane, right? That's all she was. She's in marketing. She's no, no surprise, I, but, but this wasn't a stunt, whatever it was. I still don't understand what it was. If she was drunk or if she was just like, she was pissed over. They had an argument. She was with family members. Something about ear pods. Something <laughs> else was going on. Somebody else chimed into their argument, and that was the person. That was, that a, she was like, that was the MFR. No, apparently, okay. But, but the Daily Freaking Mail in England Jeez. posted their fo- their story on her, and it included a picture of her house where she worked. Oh my her god! First and last name. Why would they do that? All she got totally doxed just for. Being a person on a plane wow. at a moment. And it wasn't a violent moment. She didn't hurt anybody. Just but a moment. She... <laughs> I mean, why can't she should be able to sue them for that? I I would freak out. Oh my gosh. hundred percent would freak out. I can't even imagine. But anyway, that came up. And then the other thing was uh Mike Rowe, love him. He does those work ethic scholarship awards mm-hmm. that he gives to kids. And I think he just posted a list of the one hundred awards that he gave out. Um, just came out recently, and there were a couple from Nebraska I wanted to mention. A McKenna Barker in Norfolk, Nebraska. Um, and then where was the other Nebraska? There's another one. In, there's only two. There's a lot of Kansas ones in here. Uh, Alliance, Wyatt Hotz, or Hots. I'm not sure. Awesome. That's cool. But they won the, those really cool, that work ethic scholarship recipients, which is a really cool deal that micro does. And I never realized that when you say his name really fast, it's micro. Well, when you said micro, I'm like, micro, are we going with soft? Are we going with micromanager? Like, where's the rest of the story going? <laughs> I never, that had never dawned on me before. All the time we've talked about him. Yeah. Mike Rowe, 
micro. Is did he get teased about that? I'm music? sure he did. <laughs> hey, come on, my own oh, junior high. I'm sure it was hell for him. Micro. Hey, micro. Uh-huh. Where's your awesome. brother Mac? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Or worse. Or worse. I, I was Never. going the worst angle. Anyway, there you go. Have right. fun with that. Well. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Share it with your friends. Uh, thanks to Centris. Have a great day. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.